Hello and welcome to Tulips FM. My name is Brian Krogsgaard. It's March 23rd after the Monday session. The S&P 500 closed down 3% after a Friday. I last talked to you on Thursday. After a Friday, down more than 5%. And there's some bottom things in the air. Uh, the Dow officially closed, or rather tapped, uh, a full retrace Trump, which is interesting. Uh, that's been a target that I thought might be reachable in a recession uh, or a full bear market. And we've done it just in a matter of weeks. Uh, the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ are holding out. The S&P 500 is close. It's one 3 to 4% day away from uh, retracing Trump, which is also a significant technical level because it's the uh, breakout zone from uh, 2015 and 2016. The earnings recession is what some people called that. Another uh, potential bottom thing, in addition to retracing Trump, is that, according to FX Macro on Twitter, Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Finner, and Smith, all saying this is their largest retail sell day of the entire down move. He says a significant low is at hand. I tend to agree that we are close. The By the time you listen to this, the United States legislature could have passed its first uh go at a relief bill in terms of what's in the works. Republicans and Democrats are arguing over whether the bill is built well enough for Main Street versus Wall Street. Looks like it's pretty favorable towards Wall Street, uh, but that's not for me to comment on. I'm mostly interested in whether or not a deal can occur. The 10-year yield uh, went down 8% today. Uh, the VIX also working its weight down. And if the VIX has topped, and it looks uh, like it could have, it's down here around 61.50 on the close off of uh, over 80 just a couple days ago. So it looks like the, the VIX, we're going to have to see a significant further uh, down move in the market for the VIX to retest those highs. So we could start to see volatility coming down, which would make sense considering limit down has become what feels like normal over the past several sessions. Um, the Fed bazookaed in a big way, announcing essentially unlimited QE and set up several lending programs. They uh, already had set up $700 billion for asset purchases and $300 billion to support companies hurt by the shutdown of the U.S. economy. In a statement, the Fed said aggressive efforts must be taken to limit the losses of jobs and income. And they are uh, proposing – I can't remember exactly what the number is. I should have it in front of me. But it's something like $75 billion of purchases a day of uh, corporate debt and other assets combined with what the legislature is putting through. And it sounds like the House is going to – be prepared to sign off on whatever the Senate comes to terms with. The Senate uh, Minority Leader Chuck Schumer is probably speaking on behalf of Nancy Pelosi, so she'll whip the votes to vote for whatever Schumer negotiates with McConnell, and apparently Steve Mnuchin's been going back and forth all day uh, be between different offices trying to come to terms with something. 
there's a lot of stuff they're talking about potentially being in this text. There's a lot of grandstanding as well. It's just politics crap. But um, it could be anything. There could be student loan forgiveness included in there and some other provisions. Uh, we're spending a lot of money. Unlimited QE. You would think how's gold and silver and precious metals doing? Uh, gold went up 3.6% today, closed over 1550 Silver with a more than 5% move to 1327 Oil had one of the more interesting moves of the day as I think it was down 10% in futures overnight, as low as 2080 and closed the day up just under 1% at 2357 2358 Put in what looks to me like a potential uh, low time frame, mid time frame bottom. I've seen a lot of cause for oil being in the negative and other stuff like that. And it makes me believe that there's a rally coming soon. Combine it with retail capitulation of the market, uh, the retrace in the Dow back to uh, the 2015, 2016 breakout. And honestly, if you look at the S&P 500 too, there are some times in 2016 where it went down to as well. So we kind of tapped into a level that uh, is sensible to me that I could believe in terms of being a bottom for some period of time, maybe a significant period of time. I don't know if it's the low, 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 because we have, I mean, just dramatic, incredible downside in terms of employment and other things. Trump's getting shaken up because he uh, is tweeting that he we can't destroy the entire economy um, for this virus and basically said that we would review after the 15-day uh, period whether or not to continue that or not. He's ready to get this thing back kick-started, which could end up being very dangerous for the American people and uh, cause the spread of this virus to be worse and make the shutdown that we've had so far essentially be pointless. That's my personal opinion. Copper went down 3%. The dollar up 0.5%, Could be posting some kind of tweezer top situation, but I I still think the dollar has higher to go, but it didn't make a new high today. It's the third day in a row where it peaked out at around 103. No doubt... Uh, the Fed's watching the Dixie closely and then also the dollar versus a bunch of other currencies, and they don't want to see that go too high because they know the strains that that puts on absolutely everybody. If the market can manage to move back up here, uh, one of the things I would be looking for is FIB retrace levels and top to bottom. Uh, one of the retrace levels I've got on my chart is the 200-week moving average, which would be really just retracing the last two weeks of down moves in the S&P 500, but it'd be more than a 20% up move, and it would be a a 0.382 retrace, which is pretty weak, but in this economy and with this uncertainty, it's the type of retrace that I could imagine that we uh, do over the course of a week or maybe two weeks uh, and then look for a a bearish retest from underneath that 200-week moving average. probably as people are starting to get more confident in the markets and things like that. And that's when I would be looking to uh, seek the exits. We've just seen uh, such extreme down moves across every single possible market that I have a hard time believing that 
we don't have some upside ahead of us. Uh, as soon as the Fed stuff was announced this morning, we saw big jumps and correlations across pretty much every asset class. And uh, it's hard to summarize everything that's being done. You see the news just as well as I do. Uh, we're just going to keep printing money. We're going to keep providing liquidity in terms of uh, U.S. policymakers. Uh, the question will be, can that stem a strong dollar? Can that stem a bleeding market? I don't know. Uh, but it looks like there's some efforts being made in terms of markets trying to bottom. Whether they actually can or will, I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, again, if you <laughs> make me guess, then I lean bullish over bearish for a little bit here because uh, just mean reversion stuff. I mean, we are some some crazy amount uh, down and just overall market. And despite all this bad news coming in, these estimates for GDP and all that, that doesn't prevent a market from being able to bounce. So I'm looking for a rip-roaring rally, get people excited again, complacent, etc. But I'm not looking for real bottoms until we start to see some positive news in this coronavirus situation and get to the bottom of the full economic impact to where we can start measuring that. So I'm looking for a short-term bottom and then an opportunity to uh, get out of some markets or get short, whatever the next move is from there. But that's what I'm watching. Hope you're having a good day. Stay calm. Carry on. Talk to you later. Second chances, no more excuses in the way. Let go of expectation.